The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And we are here with wonderful Kelly Smith, Vice President of Marketing and Sales from Care Partners Senior Living. And Care Partners, <clears throat> you've been an amazing partner with us and certainly partners of care of all of our seniors in Washington State and now in Arizona. And Kelly, I am so glad we're talking about these things, but I really want to tell our listeners up front. A lot of the stuff we're talking about, you should be talking to an attorney, elder law attorney, estate planning attorney. We are not the experts. We are talking about it basically generally as far as who we are in the industry and what we come across and certainly our experience, personal experience with these things. But certainly make sure you check out a good elder law attorney. We have um, great podcasts online on Answers for Elders from Mr. Jim Kaler, who is an elder law attorney. And also, um, if you're interested in resources um, in the city that you live in, certainly check out, um, check us out on Answers for Elders, and we can certainly help you with that. So in the meantime, Kelly, I want to get dive into in this last segment of our hour, let's talk about kind of an overview checklist at the end of the year. Let's just create one together informally. And if you're as a listener, um, you know, listening to this show, obviously if you're in your car or whatever, these are just concepts that may apply to you. They may not, but the point is if they do apply to you, they should be reviewed and checked um, annually. Um, Just go through, make sure they're still current. Um, make sure that the the established people are the right people. I know right now we have a will and I have got to get, I want a different executor for our will and I haven't done it. That's on my list <laughs> to change. So, um, you know, certainly the executor is different than your power of attorney. So Kelly, tell us a little bit about some of the documents that you um, recommend be reviewed. Well, definitely power of attorney, medical and mm-hmm. financial. Make sure mm-hmm. that all of your wishes are still up to date because in a year's time, things can change. Yeah, you change as a person. Absolutely. You might have different you know, values. Exactly. You might have found God in that year. You may have you know, developed mm-hmm. uh, an illness in that year that changed your viewpoint about a few things. Just make sure everything's up to date. It's only going to take a minute to pull those documents out of your little, mm-hmm. little lockbox and, and read them for a minute and go, yep, we're good. Yep. Or, or no, you know, it's time to do it. Get a hold of whoever your lawyer is and say, hey, I need to make a few changes. And then again, yeah. conversation with your power of attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing you want to make sure that you, you've really outlined, especially for your healthcare attorney, is if there is a healthcare directive, make sure you sit down and fill that out in yeah. detail. Yes, it's a pain in the butt, but you know what? It's a document that is going to save a lot of heartache in the long yep. run. Um, so that's another one that's important. Um, and- again. And the resuscitation order, there's different types. Like there might be a do not resuscitate, but there might be uh, resuscitate under these per, you know, these situations, and do not re- resuscitate other other types of situations. That's the, a whole other um, type of thing that happens in a healthcare directive. It does it not? Absolutely. <clears throat> you know, you want to make sure again. Um, I think assisted living still refer to those as a post form. Yes. Uh, well, usually, yeah. Post form. Usually it's, a green yeah. or yellow. Um, 
And, and again, this is exactly what that's for is yes. Mm -hmm. If something happens to me, do this, this, or don't do this or this. And mm -hmm. it makes it very clear for the paramedics, what, what your wishes are. But again, does your doctor have your medical health care directive? Does he have a copy of that? Mm -hmm. um, that's mm -hmm. very important too. Um, yeah. I know like, for example, if for religious or um, personal reasons, you don't take blood. Does your doctor have those documents? You can't right. just put them in your box and hope the paramedics found it. it no, you know, do, it is, is everything yeah. that matters to you somewhere yeah. that it, it's able to get to medical records when necessary. And, and here's the thing about a POLST form when you're talking about that. POLST stands for Physician's Order of Life-Sustaining Treatment. What that is for um, is, is it's for seniors that may have um, terminal or, or conditions such as congestive heart failure or something like that. And if 911 is called and they come in to your house and if you are unconscious on the, you know, or comatose on the floor, go into cardiac arrest, um, the question is, do you want to be resuscitated? Um, if you say yes, they will go to the point of breaking a rib to get your heart to work, if if that's the case. If you don't want that to happen, then you need to have this form and lay it out. And it's usually a neon greenish yellow right. um, form that you put on your refrigerator. And that is, um, that's where they will go to look for it, is right on the refrigerator. So did I explain that correctly, Kelly? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, again, uh, you can also have, again, if you're a younger person, you can have a DNR that's part yeah. of your power of attorney paperwork and all that. Correct. That's not a big deal. Um, but again, for older folks, there's consequences mm -hmm. for trying to save their life. And some people, right. as they age, they think yeah, it's not worth it. Um, yeah. You know, I really don't want to get, you know, hurt like that. So, uh, you know, again, they have the right to make that, make that decision, yeah. but it needs to be known. And mm -hmm. a lot of assisted living communities, it's not enough for you to just put it on, on the refrigerator. Most folks will ask for a copy of that to go in your file. Yes. yes just that's so again, the obvious. staff is aware, you know, of what mm -hmm. your wishes are, because again, if you are a DNR, the staff's not going to start CPR on you before the paramedics no. get there if your wishes no. are otherwise. No. So, so they, need, they, they need to be aware of what your, you know, what, right. again, like you said, what your values are and what matters mm -hmm. to you the most. Yeah. And I think the other thing that we are, you know, wanting to look at is when you're in senior living, which you bring up a point, there's a lot of questions and a lot of things on file that they're going to ask you when you check in. I know when I checked my mom in or triaged my mom into assisted living, they asked me who her primary care doctor was. Well, I didn't have one at the time because guess what? I had moved her from my hometown to where I was living in Seattle. So I obviously had to find a new um, primary care doctor. They asked me what hospital I would choose if, the, if, an, emer yep. if an emergency comes up. Um, there's hospitals all over. So the question that I guess I have, Kelly, is do you encourage people to seek those out before? How do you handle those that, you know, come from other states or whatever? Do you, is that well, kind well, of a okay. loose thing or what? Well, it, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, you hope they've had that conversation, but if they haven't, but, we, we, we let them know this is information we really do have to have. They okay. have to have a doctor. Okay, they have to have right. a doctor. That's, that's just a, a yeah. common sense kind of a thing. As far as which hospital they like, you know, we're not above recommending, you know, if they're not from right. the area, um, <clears throat> you know, that was, uh, again, as power of attorney, mm -hmm. uh, I knew, I knew what hospitals to avoid. Mm -hmm. 
and you know again you make those decisions based on experiences sure. so again I'm not, I'm not too proud to tell a family oh you're new to this area well let me recommend you know this hospital or you know, right. or you can be honest with them if you already know hey i'm going to tell you right now if you don't pick a hospital this is where you're going right right this right. is this is the hospital the paramedics are going to take your mom to so if that's not okay then you're going to have to put something in here mm-hmm. but people need to understand that every piece of paper that assisted living or memory care is asking for there's a reason behind it mm-hmm. nobody's sitting behind an office somewhere how can we torment these people i, I tell you let's add more paper you know it's like no the, everything has a reason yeah and again yeah. why they need copies of your power of attorneys because they need to know who to contact in case of exactly. an emergency exactly um, you know, who, who is the financial person they, they talk to about a change maybe in, in their condition that exactly. requires more care? Um, exactly. Financial is going to be involved in that conversation as well. well and so, I, yeah. And I think what you're saying too is, is that when your loved one goes for that annual physical or what that is, as a healthcare directive, you need to have some sort of a record of what they're prescriptions that they have on on them i know when i was power of attorney for my mom i had a manila envelope that i kept right behind my car seat my driver's car seat because i knew wherever i would go with my mom i would be driving there and i kept my a copy of my not the main one but i kept a copy of my power of attorney and i kept an updated list of all of her medications and those whenever there was a change or whatever that was i'd always get a new one from the assisted living community so that wherever if there was an emergency in the hospital one of the things that they're going to ask me is what medications is she on and those are things again when you have those documents in behind i had them in that pocket behind my seat and i always had that file folder that's what i always kept um but you know i is there anything else i probably should have had is the question kelly <laughs> no it sounds like you you know sounds like you did have everything you needed you know mm-hmm. um when you live with somebody it's different um yeah. because again you know where all your paperwork is you know you have everything right. outlined you talk all the time it's a little bit different mm-hmm. when your power attorney is somebody outside your home yeah. I, I, again it's 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 do you have all the documents somewhere that's easy to grab in case there is an emergency right um right. You know, and that's a tough one because you can walk in and say I'm power of attorney, but hi, proof is better because yeah. um, they're still going to question that. Um, yeah, they still want to see the document if you go into a hospital or whatever. And certainly to be able to, you know, act on their behalf and also say, here's a list of her prescriptions. You know, if there's a question, if you're if you're checking them into a hospital or seeing a new doctor, a lot of times if mom was sent to a specialist, um, you know, they wanted to have a list of existing prescriptions that she's absolutely on. Um, the other thing I would definitely, if you go on a vacation or anything like that with a loved one, make sure you have a list of the prescriptions. It could get lost in your luggage or whatever. You need to understand of what you have. And I think that's one of the things that on this annual thing, make sure you're up to date, check everything, just do a, a run through to make sure everything is current. And I think that's the main thing that is the message for today. Wouldn't you agree, Kel? Absolutely. And, and and another cheap way to get some of your information is when you go in for your physical every year, which you should be doing, mm-hmm. your doctor can also give you a list. Yeah. You know, yeah. Of, of all the information that you need. So take advantage of that time. Yes. So in closing this hour, Kelly, how do we reach you? Best place to check us out is carepartnersliving.com. 
um, check out the new pictures and some of the testimonials and um, see how much fun the residents are having. Yes. And also remember, Care Partners is, is located, has communities all throughout uh, the greater Puget Sound area and now in Arizona, in Phoenix and Surprise, Arizona area. So we're very excited to see you guys grow so dramatically and wonderfully. And um, until next week, everyone, I just want you all to know how grateful I am to our listeners as we move forward into a new dimension of Answers for Elders. And so until next week, we're going to a new show clock. So you're going to have a little bit different uh, segments as far as timing of how we do the show, but we're looking forward to spending time with you moving forward across the USA. So until next week, everyone, be good to each other. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.